21C Museum Hotel was launched in 2006 by philanthropists and art collectors Laura Lee Brown and Steve Wilson. They were inspired to create 21C after seeing farmland and rural landscapes developed while the historic buildings of downtowns sat vacant. On today's episode, I'll be chatting with Jason Thompson, Director of Sales and Marketing, and Holly Hampton, Event Sales Manager at the 21C here in downtown Lexington. This building was designed and built in 1913 to 1914 and was added to the National Register of Historic Places in 1980. Renovations to turn the property from a bank into 21C Museum Hotel cost in excess of $43 million. The hotel was inducted into the Historic Hotels of America in 2019. 21C is a unique experience with more than 7,000 square feet of exhibition space here at the Lexington location. Curiosity will lead you to discover something new around every single corner. The largest gallery space can host a ceremony of up to 120 guests, and no matter your vision for your special day, 21C is a blank canvas and you can mold it in to whatever you have in mind. You're listening to The Wedding Whisperer with Sarah Burton of Simply Love Studio in Lexington, Kentucky. We are a museum boutique hotel right in downtown Lexington. We have got 88 guest rooms. Um, We have two floors of gallery space with the entire second floor acting as our venue. We have one large main gallery, four smaller side galleries, and a conference room that we're in today. All right. And then most people in the Lexington area know you because you have these beautiful wicking ones. Tell me... A little bit of the history with the penguins. Yes. So the penguins actually started, um, as you said, at the original Louisville location. Um, and they were a art installation to begin with. So Louisville had red penguins all around. And guests started to call that location the Penguin Hotel. The founders loved that idea of becoming the Penguin Hotel and actually bought the rights from the artist and now have taken the penguins and sprinkled them around at all of the 21C locations. Um, So we have got a color that represents each location, and there are other uh, animals as well that the artist has. We have a bear downstairs here. There are flamingos and snails and things like that. I I know that. I've never seen those. Oh, yes. The owners have massive ones in their actual home in Louisville, so pretty neat. And I do know amongst their travels, uh, because the owner, Stephen and Laura Lee, do travel the world to find some of their art. And um, I think they they came across the Penguin exhibit at one one art gallery. I think it was in Italy. And everybody was just uh, amazed by them. And... Brought them over to the United States, and they have been been a hit. Uh, the Penguin Hotel and the colors, and it just so happened that Lexington turned out to be the blue penguin. So go blue! Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it worked out really well, and, and people love taking pictures with them. And you know, you'll walk down to the lockbox or restaurant here at the hotel, and you might see a penguin having lunch with somebody at a, at a table. Um, it, it's kind of funny and very unique at the same time. So we had lunch a few weeks ago, and there was not a penguin at our table, Jason. You are correct. Um, you know what? We were such in-depth in conversation. I didn't want the penguin to be an interruption um, at that time. So, okay. yeah, They were fulfilling other duties that day. So. Absolutely. Yeah, they were They were on patrol. They don't like to be in crowds. So, you know, three could have been too much. Well, that, I, I understand. It seems like <laughs> There is a whole uh, form and, um, you know, DNA, like leave your social if you were to try to take them out of the building kind of thing. 
but they're all numbered um, and they do travel sometimes. So you may see a, a penguin at, at some of the events and conferences around around the world. So, oh yes, we're going to try to get them out a little bit more. Jason, I'm using my third person right now, uh, is a big fan of the penguins and wants to bring them out in the community a little bit more uh, in 24. All right. And then you mentioned in your introduction that all of the event space is here on the second floor. Tell me about each of the different spaces that you have here. We do have about 7,000 square feet of exhibition and venue space. So the main largest gallery space um, can host a ceremony up to about 120 guests, um, reception up to about 200 or so. Um, and then they just get smaller as we go down. Uh, our corner gallery, Gallery 3, can host about 20 seated or so, and then probably 30 for a cocktail. Gallery 4 would be about 32 seated, um, and we could do about 50 for a cocktail in there. Whenever a couple does a ceremony and reception here, yes. you will typically do the ceremony in the larger gallery, bring all the guests out for a cocktail hour, and then flip the room. Yes. I often feel like couples are always worried about that room. But they freak out about it. They don't know who's going to do it. They don't feel like you can do it quick enough. Um, but as someone who has experience with that, um, obviously, I know that you can do that. I actually worked with a friend of mine that got married here at December of 2021, and that flip was done in about 20 to 25 minutes. I was expecting it to take about 45, but we were all just sitting there looking at each other like, did we forget something? Like, flowers are up, linens were down, like, it was flawless. How do you typically comfort the couples and assure them, reassure them that that is normal for you to do that? Sure. So the flip of the room, as you said, it can take up to about 45 minutes. That is about the longest that I have seen here. Um, we try to do them relatively quickly, um, just so that you're not out there for 45 minutes to an hour wondering what in the world's happening in there. We try to have all of our tables, linen, silverware, china, glassware, all of that at the ready. And as soon as that ceremony is completed, guests, you know, will come out and that's when we'll do a cocktail hour and have canapes. So that time does not seem like it's passing for guests. Um, and they, you know, at the end of that cocktail hour, we'll open up those big barn doors and it's a grand reveal. And guests, like you said, are just like, wow, what what has happened in here? This is. <laughs> I feel I think cocktail hour goes by really quick here because there's the art on the second floor to look at. Absolutely. Um, a lot of times the guests will be staying here. They'll go back up to the room. They may change shoes. They may take their purse up. They'll get drinks at the bar, kind of mingle. And it goes by quicker than they could ever imagine. Yes, you are exactly right. They do have the entire second floor to view the art. And as you said, you know, go down to the first floor, grab something at the bar down there. If the bar up here is not what you prefer, or you can get some appetizers, anything down there. If canapes, you know, aren't enough for you. Um, but we've got all kinds of fun festivities around while the room is being flipped. And speaking of the bar, one of the benefits of having a wedding at a hotel is that you do have several bar options. You do not have to do an open bar for every guest. Um, you can pay by consumption or you can say, hey, we're paying 2000 toward the bar. And then once we go over that, that the guests are paying for themselves. What do you think is the most popular option that your couples will do here with the bar? Yeah, so we actually can combine all of those as well. So if the couple would prefer doing a hosted bar on consumption um, for the cocktail hour, and then we could switch to an hourly package or doing a cash bar, anything like that. 
How I like to walk through the bar options with the couple are first you pick what level bar you would prefer. So you would pick your well bar, your premium bar, your super premium. Um, and then from there, you would determine how you would like to pay for that. So like you said, you could do an on consumption um, for the entire evening. You could do a, an, an hourly package. Um, so each of those different level bars have different hourly prices that are associated with. Or you could do even tokens. Um, so depending on what bar level you pick, if you would like to do tokens for guests, and then after those tokens run out, you could switch to a cash bar. There's several different options that you could do. What do you think is the most popular that they do? On consumption would be the most popular is what I have seen. A lot um, will do hourly packages as well for up to two to three hours for guests. And then after that, once that two hours, um, three hours has passed, then we'll switch to a cash bar. Here recently, I have seen a lot of tokens happen. Um, they'll do, they'll buy two tokens per guest and offer that. Um, and then after will be cash bar. Interesting. I don't know that I have actually seen tokens done at a wedding before. Yes, we've seen some. Yeah, see, I've seen two, I think, here recently. And then for food, do you, the wedding that I came to here as a guest, um, they did a plated meal. Mm -hmm. Do you always do plated or is it sometimes a buffet or stations or family style? What are the options? Yeah, so that's, again, up to the couple. We do offer plated, as you said, and then we do have a buffet option um, if that would be more their style. If, you know, guests are, it's a more casual feel for them and that is what the couple would like, then, you know, I would suggest a buffet option for them. That way guests can kind of go and mingle as they like and it's an open flow for them. Otherwise, the plated meal, you know, those run flawlessly here. We've got a team that come out, two hand drops on tables. We've got guest fed. <laughs> it's wild to watch because it's so flawless. That's the benefit of, of coming to 21C um, is having the different options uh, available to you versus, you know, a standalone venue that may only have one or two options for you where we can actually cater to your likings, your family's likings. So if you know you have heavy drinkers in your family, you may want to go to an open bar. If you have, uh, you know, just a few, then like as Holly said, you can definitely go the the consumption route uh, or tokens or things like that. And then the food, you know, that's that's another amazing part as well is as having the options between buffet, plated, family style stations, and and, and that's the benefit of you know having that available is we can cater to you um, and make it you know special to you and and you and your family since it is such a great day. And I was telling Jason a couple of weeks ago, whenever we had lunch, that I, again, was a guest at a wedding here in December of 21. And, of course, I have not actually been a guest at many weddings in the Lexington area because I'm not from here. And in the first few years when I went to weddings, I was typically working those, so I did not eat a traditional meal. But the wedding I came to here as a guest was the best meal I have ever had at a wedding. And I'm not just saying that to be saying that to Jason or on the podcast. The food was fantastic that day. Everyone at the table literally cleaned their place. And I can't say enough good things about the experience for that wedding day as a guest. And we thank you so much for that feedback. And honestly, you're not the only one to say that. Um, I actually met with someone from NBC the other day who had her wedding here. And to this day, she is still getting comments from her guests of how amazing the food was. Uh, when they were here and i think it was either 20 or 21 also so we pride ourselves on our food our kitchen staff our chefs they're amazing and you know everybody always remembers the food so it's always a great thing to to have that feedback and thank you so much for uh 
for saying that. And when couples tell me that it, food's not important to them, it kind of crushes my soul a little bit um, because they'll have family coming in from all over the U.S. And they're like, well, I don't really care what they eat. And I'm like, your your guests are literally spending $1,000 or more to come in for your wedding. We've got to feed them a nice meal. Even if they have a cash bar option, that's fine. But we've got to give them a good meal to be able to drink on and dance with and have a good night so that they don't have to stop at McDonald's on the way back to the hotel and stuff. Absolutely. Yes, very important. And, and like I said, I, you know, from months, even years after, you're going to say, well, I went to, to Steve and, and Bethany's wedding and... I still remember that pot roast or steak or chicken or whatever, you know, the case may be, or I had the best vegetarian option and they'll remember it forever. Uh, and it's just, it's crazy how important the food decisions can be. I wouldn't stress over it too much, but, you know, obviously get what you like to come to a tasting, you know, try different things out, um, you know, be very mindful of, of your guests as well too. But that's, that's a good thing about our team. And Holly, especially, is they can guide you in that right path and right direction of, of what you're kind of thinking, too. So, And then talking about how good the food was in those years, do we have the same chef here now as we did then? So the current banquet chef that we have, um, she has been in this position for, I believe, going on three years now. So, yes, would have been um, the same chef that you had when you were here in 21. And... We are currently revamping our menu a little bit, so we will have some new menus to roll out here soon. And then you touched on tastings a little bit. How do you do tastings here? Do you do that once the couple has booked the venue? Do you offer that before they book the venue? Do you send them to Lockbox? What's the process for that here? Yeah, so, I mean, there are a few different options um, for that. And I know a lot of times when um, Jason, Casey, or Emma, our, our um, entire sales team, when anybody has a tour and we go down to Lockbox or anything, that, you know, could be just a foot in the door of, hey, this is the food that we offer. For tastings for the banquet and catering menu, that would be once contract is signed. So we do offer a complimentary tasting for the couple. If they did have a third that would want to join, we can talk about that. Um, so, you know, not going to knock it. So once the contract signed for up to two. And that's that's actually, in, in my history, um, I've been a director of catering and sales. So I've done a lot of weddings in my past. And sometimes you get a lot of, a lot of chefs at the table. Sometimes those decisions can be stressful. So I always say to the couple, you know, just bring you and your, and your partner. It's your day. It's your meal. Don't have too many people interrupting your decisions. Um, but yeah, I, I think two's perfect. And that is af after the contract is signed, but we can kind of treat them, you know, for a lunch or some appetizers at a lockbox because our food is, again, it's not banquet food. It is actually, you know, restaurant quality. So if you're going to get a little taste in lockbox, then that's kind of what you're going to expect um, at the actual dinner uh, itself. So yeah, and guest perception is our reality. So if you all, you know, perceive that, you had the best meal of your life here at that wedding, then we would love to live by that. I love that to be our reality. <laughs> and mentioning only having the couple here for the tasting, when it comes to dress shopping, that's another area I recommend not having too many opinions on because sometimes what you love is not what someone else loves for you and it is your day and we want you to make the best decision for you. So a lot of times when you start opening up to other opinions, your heart may get crushed a little bit. And then the other thing I love about 21C is even after couples have their weddings here, they can come back to Lockbox for their anniversary and their special occasions. I do see them doing that. 
Valentine's Day and stuff. And that's always something fun that the hotel is a part of of their life now and their journey and their special memories. And then with food and the banquets, do we have like a starting price that couples could see if it falls within their budget to do a tour here? Yeah. Um, so currently our starting price on our current menu, as I said, we are revamping them. Um, but current starting price is around $70 per person um, for food. Okay. And that does not include alcohol? It does not include alcohol. Okay. And so with that price, you would have tables, chairs, linens, flatware, glassware. China, all the things. Okay. Yes. And then do you have room rental fees here? Yes, we do have room rental fees. That is something with social events to where, depending on your food and beverage plan, um, that we can negotiate and work with you on that a little bit. Especially if it's an off month. And yes, of course. April. Absolutely. Time of year is a big factor in that as well. Obviously, you know, in Lexington, your April and October seem to be the most popular months. So you'll notice that around town as well, not just our venue. That prices are a little bit more on the higher side in those months. But yes, we do love our winter weddings, which are, it seem to be kind of a little bit more popular these days. It's not so hot outside, you know, you're, you know, you're in your dresses and coats and tuxes and everything like that. So your December, January weddings, even February has become, you know, an asking month for weddings. I mean, it's beautiful outside today. I mean, it's about 50. The sun is shining. Like we couldn't ask for a better February day. No, absolutely. You know, in Kentucky too, you don't know the weather and it's February and it's 50 degrees. And sunny. It's great. So expanding those months and wedding season uh, is definitely a thing. And then if a couple already has their venue booked and they are, we'll say at Limestone Hall, Harbor Hall, Manchester Music Hall, I know a lot of couples get ready here. I'm always recommending the suites. They are absolutely incredible. They are white walls. So the lights coming in, they are great for makeup and just getting ready. The bridesmaids to all hang out. Share with me a little bit about your suite options here. Okay, so so our, our largest suite we have is actually on the 15th floor on, on our top floor. It's a, the 21C suite, which is a penthouse suite. Um, and like Sarah was saying, it's you know got natural light, the white walls. It is perfect for getting ready, pictures and everything like that. It's about 1,300 square feet. It actually has like two living areas. It's, it's open, so you can actually host private parties in there as well um, is how big of a space that is. And then there's a door that shuts off to the bathroom and the actual bedroom as well with floor to ceiling mirrors. The bathroom is giant. So it's awesome for getting ready. There's two bathrooms. And there's, yeah, there's actually two bathrooms, bath in the, uh, half bath in the regular space. And then in the, in the ba- bathroom itself, uh, in the guest room, you have your tub shower and plenty of space to get ready in. The brides love getting ready in the 21C suite. Um, we do have four other suites. One is a skylight suite, which is perfect for the, the grooms to get ready because the guys have to get ready in some as well. And then we have two or three other deluxe suites um, that are still, you know, great size for suites. I believe they're over 700 square feet each. So plenty of room, plenty of space. Uh, and then we can actually utilize different areas of the hotel for other suites as well. We've used the conference room here. So it's got a TV. You can kind of hang out, you know, like as a home base because a lot of times the wedding planners are trying to wrestle around the guys and get them all together or gals too at, at some that I've been to and you've probably seen as well. So it's like, Hey, meet at the groom suite or what have you. And we also have um, a separate room off of the log box, which is called the vault. It's actually the old vault from what this building was a bank. So it has the old vault door from the 1900s in, which is really cool. Um, and another fun space for people to get ready and kind of hang out and get together before the actual ceremony. 
And then I know you only have 88 rooms here. Correct. So walk me through how a room block here works and how it's different than maybe somewhere like the Hilton where they have hundreds of rooms. Sure. I mean, it's it's typically the same. And being downtown, you know, there's several of options. Uh, we are, you know, we are owned and operated by 21C, so we don't have another flag that we run by. So when a couple ask about a room block, you know, we like to kind of, Feel them out, see how many people were invited to their wedding. Uh, obviously, if we have their ceremony here, we kind of have an idea how many are coming. Um, but if they are offside at a different venue, you know, depending on how many that are invited, we kind of gauge, you know, we can go 10, 15, 20. We've had some that are 40 rooms. It's just depending on the season again and how many rooms we have available at that time. But back to what I was saying about being downtown, like you do, you are going to have, you know, as, as a couple, you have to think. You do have your Hilton, you know, family, friends. You do have your Marriott rewards members and things like that. So not everybody is going to stay at the same hotel. That's just life. But being downtown, everything is so close that even if they are staying across the street, they're right here. So you can kind of hang out till whenever the bars close if you need to. But everybody will still be right here, even if you don't choose us. But I mean, typically we like to start at 10 or 15 rooms a night and kind of see how that goes. Unless the wedding is here. Um, and then we can kind of open that door up a little bit more. And then do the couples have to prepay for the rooms or is it like on up until 30 days in the release? It, it depends. So again, it depends on the season um, and if they are going to have suites. So if they are going to have some suites, we do like to go ahead and prepay for the suites. Um, and then of course, guests are going to be paying on their own. So we don't like to, you know, hound, hound the, the guests or the bride and groom on paying up front for them. Um, unless it is, you know, the busiest time of the year, then we kind of need a little extra definite support for that time of year so the couple would just need to pay for their suites ahead of time and that's pretty much it and then two would have mentioned um if you are a bravo fan and you watched Brittany and Jax's wedding at the castle a couple years ago uh, lisa vanderpump did stay at 21c i'm assuming both of you know that right oh absolutely okay i'm a huge fan of that show oh really yes i did not know that oh yes absolutely. we could talk about that afterwards yes. <laughs> i'm all about the bravo uh do we know anything about her stay here i know she wasn't in the biggest room correct the biggest i room? cannot actually speak to that because i was not here at the hotel when they had their wedding in town I don't know if, if you know Ollie, but we could definitely find out. I don't know if she was actually in the penthouse suite. For some reason, I feel like it was already booked because her reservation was made very last minute from what I remember. Yes. And I was like, well, you just bump out whoever's in the penthouse and put Lisa Vanderpump up there. Right. I know. You kind of get some some royalty uh, points for, for scooting her in, but I don't know. I don't know if that happened or didn't happen, but I do know that she was looking at several different options for her to stay, and I think it came down to here and... It would have been really cool to, to kind of meet, you know, those those folks. But I don't think any of the other cast stayed here. I think they stay elsewhere downtown. Yes, yeah, so I think they're at the Hilton downtown. And I guess um, maybe a couple of them even stayed at the, the, the castle itself. In addition to having your wedding here, having roadblocks here, you can also do rehearsal dinners here. You can do bridal luncheons, bridal showers. Walk me through some of those options for, for couples. Yeah. So um, as you said, you know, we've got bridal shower options, bridal brunches. We've done groomsmen dinners, send off brunches that Sunday after or Saturday after. So those, you know, we do those 
usually those are for a smaller um, amount of guests. So one in a different gallery space to give a different feel, a different, um, you know, just vision of what you want or have. We do, as Jason mentioned earlier, have the safe down in Lockbox, um, the restaurant. So we've got our private dining room um, that we can utilize for any brunches, dinners, things like that. But we do up in the gallery spaces, like I said, as well, do bridal brunches. Those are fun. I've seen a lot of white bridal brunches, but then also, too, you know, I've seen it transformed into, you know, bouquets of all kinds of vivid colors in the space. So can transform into whatever vision you have for whatever event that you have for your wedding festivities. And we actually encourage if you, if we're getting calls for the room block itself right off the bat, we'll ask where their wedding is. And if they've had a rehearsal dinner already planned or a farewell brunch, if they aren't wanting to have the majority of their guests stay with us and we love to entertain that. And we, we have seen a, a lot of people wanting to have their rehearsal dinner here with us. One, because they know how great our food is, thanks to folks like you, Sarah, who are mentioning us. And then two, it's just, it's a great place to have it. It's very unique in itself. And if the majority of their guests are wanting to stay here, just why not have it here and then just make it simple on everybody. And then the farewell brunches have become very popular as well. If majority of your folks are staying here or are close by, to have everybody for kind of a, a farewell or, or say goodbye and thanks for coming and everything like that. Um, and we can kind of create some really fun and unique um, brunch experience as well, you know, with most of bars, Bloody Mary bars and things like that. And since the great city of Lexington has finally opened up the alcohol hours on Sundays, I believe it's 6 a.m. like any other day now. So if you need to come in early and have a couple drinks or a hair of the dog or whatever you need, we're your place too. The room that is right next door to us now, what does that room have a name? Gallery 2. Gallery 2. Okay. Yes. Or the comfy room. I was going to say soft seating. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really great for photos. Like, so we have a lot of first looks in there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. A lot of first looks happen. I was thinking more of like bridal porters, but first looks, absolutely. That's one of the things that I love about 21C, that there are so many things on the property that you can use as backdrops, as props. Downstairs in the lockbox there um, on the back where the benches are. Can't think even what they're called. Just the banquettes. Yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> They make great photos. Like if the couple is waiting to come in to be introduced, they get a second to hang out down there, just be by themselves, enjoy it. The lighting is great down there. You've got the Lex sign across the street. You've got the Lexington sign across the street. Limestone wall. You have so many things in downtown Lexington for photo backdrops, whether it is for the actual wedding day or rehearsal dinner or for the special events. So I know pictures are so huge right now, even just professional or even just, you know, if it's a friend taking it, on the shower day. We encourage, we encourage photos. We have a lot of photo opportunities. A lot of specialty shops come in and they model their dresses and, and use a lot of our backdrops for photos. Um, and then you can't forget the, the twirly lights out. I was gonna say my favorite place and a lot of people forget about it. Um, the light there that's on the corner, the all twisted up light. I've seen one couple, they sent me their photos from their wedding and that is the best picture that they have in their entire I love it so much and then I know down in the basement we have the the bathrooms where you like hit a button the two-way mirrors two-way mirrors and you mm -hmm. can see like from the other side too are those still like open to the public oh yeah okay yes they sure are um and like if you want to experience that do you like take the elevator down like how do you get down there so once you come in the front door, right off to the right, there's a set of spiral stairs. And you go down the spiral stairs, you'll see the ATM, and then restrooms are right off to your right. 
that like whenever we came to the first open house, we thought that was just the best thing ever. I thought it was the creepiest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, that's okay. So now that we've talked about everything you have to offer, where do your guests park when they come? So parking, I know we saved this till last. This is one of the worst downfalls. Um, unfortunately, just being downtown, it's the worst. Parking is the absolute worst. Um, but there are options. Thank you for being honest about that. No, it's terrible. It's, it's absolutely terrible. But there are options. So, um, you know, if you do have a room block here and guests are staying in the hotel itself, then we do have valet. That is an option. That would be the best case scenario. Go ahead. You know, you don't have to fight parking. There's no commute. You're right up in your room. It's right here. And it's on. It's unlimited access to throughout the day, so it's not. They're going to dink you for every time you go get your car. And if you have a room lock, chances are uh, we'll negotiate some of the daily fees with you as well, uh, which helps out a ton. But just like Holly said, it's so easy. Drop it, see bye, go to your room, not have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. um, if guests are not staying here, then we do have valet based on availability. So if there is availability in the lot and, you know, if we do have hotel availability, then we can do it's a first come first serve basis um unfortunately outside of that if it is an evening event then street parking is free after 7 p.m so everybody knows and then we've also got several garages i park in helix myself every day so there's several garages that are around several pay for lots as well and where's the helix garage at? He helix garage is the colorful one that's down here on the corner of martin luther king in maine but then we've got the proof garage that is um caddy corner from us on upper in maine and then you've got library garage. Yes. Uh, you've got city center across the street. So Marriott Mar Mar city center. Yeah. Store. Um, so there really are plenty of parking spots when you need them. Yes. Correct. Right. Yeah. And you can normally find street parking on the weekends. If there's not a crazy event going on or anything at Rupp or central bank center, um, you can find plenty of parking around, which is nice. And then let's talk a little bit about the art. Anytime I have a couple that is thinking about 21 C, a lot of times I will hear, well, we don't know what the art is going to be. If they're booking, you know, 12 to 18 months in advance. Share with me a little bit about when the art transitions, how do you plan around the art, that kind of thing. So art here changes out annually. We are pretty much on a November schedule. Um, so every year around the first um, three weeks of November, you can expect that we will be in the middle of our art changeout. The end of that third week will be the grand opening. So keep your eyes posted, you know, for any opening nights. Um, if you want to come get an exclusive look on what we will have, I will tell couples around that opening time, pop your head back in, see what that new exhibit is. Um, and if there is anything challenging for you or if we do need to look at a different route, um, then we can do that. So I just wanted to make sure that we were all on the same page that if there are challenging art pieces that you are willing to work with. Of yeah. course, yeah. We're an extension of the couple that day. So we work around them and with them in whatever we can. And if a couple is interested in setting up a tour to see the property, to see the roofs, to possibly have an event here, how do they go about reaching out to you to do that? They can reach out to anybody on the sales team, call the front desk. They can be transferred up um, via phone, email, either of that. Um, we do have several different medias out there that are just, we've got Wedding Wire that they can reach out to us on. There's just an event inquiry, yes, on the website. Um, so there's several different places that they can reach out. 
We've had them walk in too. So we're as a museum hotel, which a lot of people don't even think about um, as you know, that our doors are always open uh, to the public. So don't be afraid to come in and, and walk around. And if you have questions, you know, somebody can definitely come down and, and help out or uh, front desk or our restaurant folks are really knowledgeable too uh, with any questions as well. Although that is very nice of you to say that they can walk in. I do not recommend that because they're not going to get a full experience tour. Regardless of what venue you are wanting to look at, I always recommend calling ahead of time and scheduling that so that you can make sure you get the full experience and you don't need to do a second or even third tour to to get everything you need to know. And then as we mentioned, um, 21C is all about the art here. And I know that you have events for art and for the general public to come in. Will you share some of those upcoming events? Of course, absolutely. Um, So every Wednesday, our museum manager at 5 p.m. actually does a free tour. So anybody who would like to come participate in that, please, Wednesdays at 5 o'clock. We are starting to offer some mocktails with those. So I know the bartender is having some fun time um, experimenting and making some new mocktails um, for the tours. So trying to decide if we'll do one or two during that. But right now, sticking with one mocktail. And then also on March 2nd, we have got another museum event with River City Tintype. And they do antique photos. So from one to two, they will have a speaker here talking about everything that they offer. Um, And then for the rest of the afternoon, they will be available and they have spots open if you would like to sign up for an antique photo of a tin tin type. It's a really, really cool looking photo. Really cool. A lot of our staff is already signing up to get our photos done, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what we've got coming around the corner here. Um, But so we encourage everybody. Everybody Please. come in, stop by, see what's going on. Please, um, come tour, come hang out. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you're thinking about having a room block and you want to come do a, a tour on Wednesday night for free just to kind of see what the art looks like and what's what's happening in town and what's happening in the hotel, we would love to have you all stop by. And if you need some Instagram pictures, there's plenty of places around here to take those too. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you all so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for having us. Although we touched on the penguins several times during the podcast, I realized I didn't know as much about them as I thought I did and wanted to do a little bit of research and share with you the things that I found. They were created by Italian artist collective Cracking Art, and they offer a variety of limited edition sculptures. The mission of Cracking Art is to raise awareness of environmental issues by creating artwork with materials derived from petroleum products. These sculptures made of recycled plastic serve as a playful reminder of the importance of sustainability and environmental conservation. The penguins come in 10 colors and they release 200 copies of each. They are signed and numbered and retail for around $4,500. However, if that's out of your budget, you can purchase an ornament from the 21C shop for around $36 or a ceramic penguin for around $40. If you're having an event at 21C, enjoying a meal on the property, or spending the evening, you can always request to see if a penguin is available to join you. Some of them can't wait to be asked to join you. However, they don't always love a crowd, they can't fly, and they are happiest in their birthday suit. For more information about the beloved penguins and other animals in the collection, go to crackingart.com. For more information about Simply Love Studio or to schedule your wedding consultation, go to simplylovestudio.com.